Welcome to Resoul Rebels Radio, the show for anyone who has the guts to engage with the unknown while we get to know more about who we are. In the second Light Language Lab series, I continue to explore light language. We'll keep exchanging the magic of the codes. Together, we'll remember, liberate and integrate more and more of our fullest multidimensional potential. Let's set out as one tribe of pioneers on adventure. To support me in creating this podcast for you, you can now contribute via PayPal. Any donation is super appreciated. You can also subscribe or leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show. If you'd like to know more about my artwork and healing services, check the links in the show notes or visit resoulrebels.com. This is a code art and conversation episode. As a weaver, one of my dreams is to create transmissions in sound for all my code artworks. So I did. I believe that absorbing the frequencies from both our ears and eyes will allow us more deeply to remember, reactivate and integrate the forgotten technology inside these codes. In this series, we'll dive into one of the code art pieces each episode and see what comes through. To find the corresponding artworks, check out the link in the show notes to my gallery or find them on my socials around the publishing date. Today, I work with the Yoniverse Womb Space Clearing together with Kelly Morgan as my special guest. She is an oracle and resurrector of the divine feminine. She brings mystical teachings and powerful activations, awaking both the divine feminine and the womb space. In our conversation, we talk about how everybody, even without a physical womb, can and should connect to this space of raw, primordial power. We talk about the divine feminine and masculine and how they make love all day long. On how we really need to balance both to flourish. We talk about how the code art was created through dancing and co-dreaming together. Weaving our visions beyond what our minds can grasp. Then we dive into the lab space where Kelly guides us in a meditation to clear ourselves from the distorted feminine and connect deeply to our universe inside, the sacred womb space from which we birth all our projects. I added drums and light language vocals to deepen the journey within, drawing us in, grounding it down and smoothing it out while many colors of the feminine aspect pass by to assist. From the earth motherly aspect to the sensual orgasticness and the raw power, it will all flow through us. We wrap it up with some notes on the experience and some aftercare. Your universe will thank you for diving in and reconnecting. Aho, sacred ones. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Oh, thanks for having me. Yes, my soul sister. 
<laughs> For sure. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here because it was all so spontaneous. Because, <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's going to be a sort of a timeless episode, but uh, it was only yesterday and will publish tomorrow. It was only yesterday that I had this like idea to 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 connect with you to see if you wanted to like continue the co-dreaming um around the universe that we actually created of course i created the codes and the artwork but it was such a, a magical way that we co-weaved and dreamed during this beautiful course that was by Angelica Gracioli back in 2021, I think, beginning, yeah. yeah, around the beginning of this whole podcast, actually. Ah. Yes. Yeah, I remember because when I was working, I see a lot of visions, but then you were drawing the visions and the, I remember this like, wow, you just drew what I saw. Or it was like this, did you draw it? And then I saw it, it was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was beyond what my mind can grasp. Yeah, it really drew me in uh, working with the codes in so many ways. Yeah, and and um, yesterday I also felt like this is still running because I sent you this message like, oh shit, it's way too late for her to to make space now. So it will probably be sometime later. But it flew within, yeah, instantly. I mean, I was out walking yeah, along the coast here in Ibiza. And I saw your message and I was like, yeah, wow. It just, my whole body was like, yes. And I was literally sending you the meditation file from my phone because it just felt like this flow. Yeah. Yeah. And then diving into the lab space to, to, yeah, to just press play with your meditation and just go with it with the drum and making noises. It was so much fun to experiment with it and i was actually a bit uh, wondering if it would work with your voice and and my voice underneath if, if it wouldn't be too much you know but it was when i was in there i was really in there with you absolutely when i listened back to it i just kept getting rushes and goosebumps constantly yeah yeah so thank you for this experience and for the listeners uh i would say buckle up <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be quite a journey i think and um yeah but before we let the listeners um dive into it i would love to know uh because of course we know each other from working with light language and light codes uh, because we met in this beautiful program uh, for celestial shamanism by Angelica Gracely. Um, but you also do wonderful, amazing work with the divine feminine and with the womb space. 
can you tell a bit about um because i know you can speak about this topic for hours <laughs> but can you can you tell a bit about um yeah the intention or the the, the meditation that we're going to listen to uh with working clearing the distorted feminine yeah of course so a little bit about my work we're all knowing and feeling perhaps now that this is this divine feminine is rising there's a return of the divine mother and some people are receiving that through transmissions from ascended masters such as hathor i am isis inanna uh, some people are um, feeling a remembering of different lifetimes and so my work is about the womb and the womb space, the physical womb space, is also a spiritual space. It's a, it has its own consciousness. And the womb is the temple space of the divine feminine in the body. So a lot of previous um, spiritual teachings have been about transcendence, being out of the body. But mm -hmm. the divine feminine is all about this is heaven on earth in the body and we are made in god's goddess's image we are like a holograph a fractal of that universal consciousness and power and mm. so i see our womb as a holographic um a holographic mirror of the divine feminine womb of all of creation wow Wow, it's actually amazing that you say that because when I treat people one on one, when I I um, I always start with like bringing them in the body, and when I come across the womb, I always ask them to connect with their universe inside. Because it go. really feels like this, like to connect to your universe inside. And while we're at it. Um, I'm also like to get something out of the way and I'm very curious how you see this because obviously the womb space work resonates with a lot of women. But as I'm trained, men also have a womb space. And as I say it, I get tingles because I really feel that men are allowed to know this even though they don't have a physical womb space. How do you see this? What's your view on this? Yeah, thank you for bringing this up because, you know, if we look at it, we are both made of masculine and feminine energies as well. Mm. And so the, 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 a man has a, a spiritual womb space in Indian traditions known as the Hara, uh, Chinese Taoism, the Tan Tian. So it's this power center, this sacred power center, this center of creation. Um, and the female body right now births human, you know, it's the only part where we bring spirit down into matter and birth creations. But men um, are also birthing their creations, not human babies, but creative projects, businesses, uh, all of these things mm. and what um is there a different way because let me first check hara is like the chi or or the zero point yeah 
because you also mentioned the zero point field in your meditation mm. which is yes. right at the center it's like for me the womb the sacred womb space ahara it's like the temple the holy mm -hmm. of holies mm -hmm. and then we get right into the center which is our link to pure source pure consciousness hmm and this is like to make it practical it's like two or three fingers horizontally down from the navel right yeah so if you go from the pubic bone it's a lot lower down the physical womb space is a lot lower down than uh we normally think and it's a lot smaller so the physical womb space is a few finger widths say two or three finger widths above your pubic bone and if you are not menstruating she's about the size of a pear mm. now i also want to say if people don't have a physical womb some people have had hysterectomies some people have uh have birth defects where they weren't born with a womb um then you still have access to this spiritual womb space mm. so lovely to mention this and um do you have like a, a an advice for them how to connect with it or is it exactly in the same way for it's all exactly of us exactly the same way for all of us that's the beauty of it that we have you know this access to well to take your words the universe inside of us uh, which contains this raw primordial power which is feminine energy feminine energy is the unmanifest potential the raw primordial power before we are bringing things into creation. And so connecting to our womb space brings up such immense latent power that we are, don't even realize we have. Mm. And um, how would you describe the main, because you say like explicitly before creation, so is this how you see the divine masculine? How would you how would you describe in a few words the the, the main um, qualities of the divine feminine and the divine masculine? Yeah, of course. So for me, divine feminine, it's this unmanifest potential, the pregnant pause. It's the and, and she is connected to all that is. She is the one that brings us that remembrance of the connection. And if we look at the ascended masters, such as Hathor, she's a mother of civilization. It's this connection to all. They were, we are, you know, if you look at the goddess Nut in Egyptian mythology, she births the sun Ra. So this feminine is about holding all of consciousness and almost Ra, the sun god, the masculine, his job is to shine down consciousness, but the feminine is holding it. So if I can simplify that, it's unmanifest potential before things are being born. It's this connection to all that is this holding, this mothership. And um, because it's able to expand into everything and this is connection to the oneness, she's able to bring through our highest vision of what we want to bring. And she mm -hmm. is embodied through beingness, the being and the receiving. And so the masculine, if you like, is the opposite of that. Instead of beingness, he's the forward focused action in the universe. He is the the 
the action, the moving forward. And you know, if you look at our anatomy, a womb space, vagina, it's a receiving energy. You know, yeah. the penis is a projecting energy. It's the perfect material um, manifestation of these energies. So it's the projection, it's the going out, it's the action, it's the doing, it's the structuring and the organizing. If you think of the feminine primordial existence as you know, chaos theory, let's say, all this energy, then the masculine is structuring it. And, and if you like, you know, on a metaphysical, putting the sacred geometry and saying this way, this shape, this way, this way. So how we would manifest that in our lives is by taking action, by doing and by structuring and organizing. And mm. those two beautiful energies come together and they make love on every level of the realm, different realms. It's all these energies coming together to make love and to create. Wow. <laughs> it's a pity people can't see all the movements you were just making <laughs> i know i do use my hands <laughs> yeah it was beautiful it was very illustrative yeah which also reminds me of that it's so beautiful that the the chakras the energy also in the point where we have the vagina as women goes inward so the the, the vortex goes inward spiraling in and with the man, it goes outward. That's also why it's so much fun to Be come, together. come together as a man and a woman because these energies are like, woo. Yeah. Yeah. They're magnetically attracted to each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And that's also what I think is sometimes like um, maybe a sort of misunderstanding around working with the divine feminine because of course the divine feminine is sort of resurrecting has been yeah. suppressed for a long time but now it sometimes seems that we um uh, tend to forget that it's about the balance in the end exactly it's not about matriarchy. It's not about overcoming patriarchy and saying, hey, men are our slaves now and we're going to oppress men and oppress action. It's about union. It's about these two. These two energies are needed and they're beautiful. And we can't create in the cosmic order without them. Yeah. And I think we all suffer from the distorted masculine also. Yes. And the distorted do. feminine. Yeah. Yes. Um, so what made you create, uh, the meditation that we're going to listen to? Because it's, yeah, maybe you can explain better what it is for. Yeah. So when I work with people, I go through different levels, let's say of initiation into this sacred womb space, into clearing it. Because the thing is that this womb is as a feminine energy it's magnetic it's receiving and so um, most women around the world contain a womb that is laden down with toxic energies and that can be from their lifetime of things that haven't been processed from their ancestral lines of what it meant to be a woman through all of their lines of generation which is a lot of trauma there through past lives what is meant to be a woman in their lives and then through their relationship, because of this coming together of a man and woman, if a man, if that, if that, uh, if that sex is is unconscious, 
um, then often there can be a transference of energy of, of here's pain and trauma. It's a release. You know, when we come to orgasm, it's a release. And sometimes those releases are releases of all the stuff that he hasn't processed projected into a woman. It's not to blame a man, both men and women, you know, mm -hmm. we do this. So I do different levels of initiation and cleansing to clear this womb space. This particular meditation uh, for me is really important now because so many people are talking about divine feminine and I'm seeing a lot of things out there that are quite frankly quite distorted. I mean, even if it's meant to be for empowerment, it's actually at the it's actually not really honoring the true value of what the divine feminine brings it's and, still and we'll, in the patriarchal matrix and how i i notice i have two questions uh first of all i wanted to know if this uh, because we just spoke about is this uh, do people that only have a spiritual womb also clog up these toxicities yeah okay so for the listeners who don't have a physical womb this is also going to be for you and then the other question is how could we recognize the distorted feminine yeah so distorted feminine essentially is where a woman i'm going to just talk about a woman for now or, or we can say our feminine side mm -hmm. um has not being honoured for who she is and her feminine qualities of beingness, of that intuition, of that ability to create, and all of these things have been oppressed. Okay, so you're lazy if you're not doing anything, you're hysterical because you're too emotional. Um, it's almost like our world is a patriarchal order which is the norm and so anything that is not in those masculine especially distorted masculine characteristics is is put down so women have you know we have experienced multi-lifetime multi-generational oppression and what that has created is that a woman is not able to honor and live her feminine qualities so i'm going to go from a shamanic perspective now when we experience trauma we have soul loss so any kind of trauma you know parts of our soul leave and that is what has happened to our feminine energy if you think we had a maybe like a a vase of energy that is our holder it's like our crystalline holder of our feminine energy because there's been a lot of oppression, rape, torture, abuse of the feminine, we're not able to hold this energy. So when we talk about the rise of the feminine, the rebirth, the resurrection, it's like she needs somewhere to be, and that is inside of us. And But our crystalline structure has been damaged through this trauma that we've experienced. Mm. And so what that has meant is that a woman distorted feminine for me is a woman is trying to get her love her value her validation from outside of herself she's mm. lost the connection to her inner fullness her inner light and beauty and really honoring that and she's trying to get all of that from outside of herself from relationships from money from food from sex from drugs from fame from um success maybe i said that from money so it's like we are trying to the the kind of overarching 
um, phrase of the distorted feminine is it's not enough. She's like a hungry ghost vampire trying to fill herself. Mm. But actually what she needs to remember is to fill herself from within. And so this meditation is first about starting to call back all parts of that divine feminine that we have lost through our lifetime, past lifetimes, whatever that is, and start to call her back into our bodies and then start to restore ourselves. And it it shares a technique to start to restore and connect to your inner light and fullness. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I also have to think about the men because I come across so many men that are now like more and more in men's groups and stuff, which I, I applaud for, like I, I celebrate this. And it's on one side to reconnect with what it is to be a man, but to be allowed to have all these suppressed um, divine feminine uh, aspects. It's also like a, a journey for them. Well, see, the loss of the feminine hasn't been just, you know, in detriment to women, to men as well. Mm-hmm. They haven't been allowed to feel emotion. They haven't been able to process. They haven't been able to speak about it. They haven't been able to have the space, you know, like you say, these men's groups. Um, they've had their feminine dishonoured. Yeah, and not a safe, it's not been safe for them to no no one has been safe really to be in their feminine. Yeah, it's actually horrible because they might call a woman hysterical, but they they call a man like a, a sissy or a exactly. wimp, a wimp for for crying or for showing emotions or yeah. Yeah, they have not um, had the access that they to their feminine. Yeah. Yeah, and um, as you were saying that we live in this matrix that is dominated still very much by the, you call it the patriarchal matrix. Um, And then you were referring to the distorted masculine. And um, can you like sketch that? Yeah, so let's let's have a look. Um, We have... um feminine qualities like i said beingness intuition receiving we have masculine action doing so if the beingness and the receptivity and the intuition gets repressed it's like this action and doing has gone on overdrive and so then what we are seeing is that action going into overdoing um logic being the only way of uh, of um being allowed to understand or express the world the, the mm. world um dominating behavior aggressive behavior you know it's like if if you see um anyone that has too much testosterone you know which is more of a masculine hormone they are like over dominating they're like you know they need they've gone overdrive they're like dominating bullying aggressive maybe it's violent even and so it's like this kind of psychopathy this energy has happened and why i say psychopathy specifically is because if we go into overdrive of the logical intelligent mind Mm -hmm. and we ignore the intuition and the emotion 
it's very easy to get into psychopathy and for, you know and that's what i call this matrix actually is a psychopathic patriarchal matrix because there is zero empathy when you've lost the feminine the connection to the all the feeling when you are not allowed to feel when you don't give to you can't feel other people and you don't you don't care about them so you end up having this this culture of not caring and this has been shown recently in the US with the overturn of Roe versus Wade that allowed um, you know women's reproductive rights to go back mm. and not caring about what are the implications for women on that and I don't want to get into political issues but mm -hmm. I want to get into the empathy because if you read what those people said that were making that decision they wrote something like, and you'll have to go and read the quote to get it exact, we know this is going to cause an uproar, but basically it doesn't matter, we're still going to do this. So this is a, an example of psychopathic behaviour, when you have zero empathy. If you look it up in the dictionary, that's what it means. Hmm. Yeah, it really disconnects us from the heart, from the heart knowing. And I think... Many of us, including myself, well, I, I worked on it for years, but there's always a bit more work to do to really change the dynamic, to really use the mind as a tool, as a sort of employee of the heart, instead yeah. of letting the mind be boss mm. and then trying to think what we feel, like more to, to have this dynamics changed. That's actually also what I feel from the divine feminine masculine, what you just sketched is that like what, as you said, the divine feminine holds it. So this is where it arises. So, and then the masculine brings it into the world. Exactly. That would be, if we look at creation ideally, and then we look at it in a couple relationship, because I like practical examples, she is the access to the divine. He worships her. He adores her. He is providing safety in a very physical sense. He provides safety for her so she can open up, open up like the center of the lotus and reveal the most sweet nectar. And he is in such, you know, he wants to provide safety and, and physical providing for that. And then she connects to the divine and says, well, this would be the next creation. And she can't create that. He goes out and actions it and gets it done, brings it back. And then she opens to receive. Hmm. Beautiful marriage. Yes. Beautiful marriage. <laughs> what I love to explore now is um, the work because we're moving up to the transmission. Actually, I'm also very excited to share that. Um, but it's important to connect it to its origins and um, um, yeah, how it all got started. And this was in the light code uh, or at the celestial sh sh shamanism uh, workshop by Angelica and you were uh not only a participant but this particular episode you were our a guest a teacher and you brought us into this womb space clearing which was beautiful and after that we started 
dancing with a with a playlist and just to dance with the womb space or how do you recall this yeah yeah i remember we did this well dancing of light codes i think she called it celestial temple dancing yes yes yeah and um i'd never done that before but it was incredible um when we were dancing the codes that i could see and the shapes i was making with my body and i must say i move my body completely differently now since that course since yeah. that course that programmed something new into me yeah for me it was also the first time i explored working with the light codes dancing and i had the same i i i I never knew what would unfold and um, it was still in, in COVID time. Yes. So we were online, which was actually uh, a gift. It was a blessing because this allowed us to be with, I don't know, I think eight women. Yeah. I mean, men were allowed, but for some reason it was only women <laughs> <laughs> and we were like all across the world. A lot of them in the US, you in Ibiza, me in Holland. There was also somebody from Norway, I think. So it was like this yeah. worldwide group of women. And with the, with the womb space dance, I remember that I was dancing and I was using like light code signaling and stuff. And then all of a sudden in my mind's eye, this huge yoni appeared in front of me this huge vulva and it was like majestic and uh, i had to honor it yes. i had to, i had to really honor her and then i had to clean her and i was drawing all sorts of stuff out and then i had to like um, move up my head so that my throat became sort of a chalice where it could just like be given back to the universe to transmute it and this is how I was just cleaning her and um, um, yeah there were all sorts of things because there also other beings came to assist and there had to be a triangular shape and I don't recall exactly what it was for, but as I say it now, it felt as if it was also like assisting in um, sucking up uh, what was no longer serving as this sort of factor we also work with in the, in the course, like the factor that, that cleanses, like a, it's sort of like a, a factor sounds very like, whoa, mathematical, but it's like... A, it's like a code code art extractor hood actually yeah. <laughs> just just not in your kitchen necessarily it can be implemented everywhere where you need to get rid of some crap you know <laughs> yeah amazing yeah so but do you remember still this particular dance i really remember the triangle i feel like there was a circle around do you remember that? 
I'm sure because I would say something because we would sh- after we dance we would share yeah and I would start to say and then Iris would show an image or say I saw that too um so yeah remembering now I really remember um I saw the vulva as well very clearly started as a Avicius Pisces, if that's how you say it. I'm not very good at that word. It's anyway. for me also a very difficult word. <laughs> what is that? So everyone must know what that means because everyone's like, well, what's that word? <laughs> we can do a little contest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you know what it means, <laughs> you, can say you get it a discount code for the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I really remember it opening up and this bowing down as well. Um, Yeah. You were bowing down for her. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Which reminds me of the poem of Inanna. Um, If anyone's read The Descent of Inanna or any of those Sumerian poems, but she's like come to my vulva, come to my vulva, you know. She's yeah. really calling people to her vulva. It's worth just dipping into that poem because um, she's really, like, asking people to come and bow down to her vulva. Wow. Do you have it somewhere there? Yeah, I've got it here. Yeah, bring it. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. It's Queen of Heaven and Earth. This book is by uh, Diana Wolkstein and Samuel Kramer. It's really good because they they translate them really, really well. And I'm probably not going to find it now because it's so long. Um, It's such a big book. I'm going to go to the index V and see if I can find it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here we've got Vulva. It's got several, several... Pages devoted to the vulva. I love it. Okay, so this is about Anana. She's a, she went to the sheepfold to the shepherd, which is to be her king, Demuzi, and she leaned back against the apple tree. And when she leaned against the apple tree, her vulva was wondrous to behold. Rejoicing at her wondrous vulva, the young woman Anana applauded herself. <laughs> so it's just this this devotion. I mean, that's just one, and then I, I've got to find this. Come to me, come to my vulva. Uh, see if I can find it on this last page. Yeah, here she's here singing about her vulva. My vulva, the horn, the boat of heaven, in the full eagerness, like a young moon. My untiled, my untilled land lies fallow. As for me, Anana, who will plough my vulva? Who will plough my high field? Who will plough my wet ground? As for me, the young woman, who will plough my vulva? Who who will station the ox there? Who will plough your vulva? And then King Demuzi responds, Great lady, the king will plough your vulva. I, Demuzi, the king, will plough your vulva. Then plough my vulva, man of my heart, plough my vulva. Wow. I, so. I would be a bit like if a man says, can I plough your vulva? 
I think that's a bit. But anyway, it just shows this adoration, yeah, you it's know, beautiful. for the vulva, and she's really applauding her vulva, and you know, looking at her wondrous vulva. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. If if a man would say suggest it now, it probably sounds way different than yesterday. <laughs> yeah, knowing so this story. It's a few thousand years ago, and it's actually relating to her as a fertility goddess. That's why it's about ploughing and fields and wet ground. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yummy. It's yummy. Okay, um, we're gonna let the listeners move into the transmission. Um, so what I recommend is uh, to get yourself comfortably seated. Well, I explained that with the lab space intro, of course, I'm almost forgetting. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, just see for yourself how you want to connect with the artwork during the meditation. I think it's most relaxing to just look at the Yoni um, with the codes and just uh, make like sort of a snapshot with your mind's eye and then bring it in so that you can close your eyes and journey into what we created what we co-created and then kelly's beautiful voice will guide you and i will do the vocals and drumming underneath to make it all even go more deeper okay see you on the other side guys Welcome to the lab space. You are about to receive a sound journey and light co-transmission. A journey like this is best listened to with earphones, an open mind and an open heart. Remember, it's not about the musicality. It's really about feeling the energy, the frequency. Of course, you can listen anywhere. The best way to soak it all up is to lie down or sit in meditation posture with a straight back. See what works for you so you can fully surrender to the magic of the codes. Okay, Okay, so closing your eyes. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. And just coming into your body. And I'm going to say the intention now, to say it in your own words. It's my sacred intention. To call back and integrate all parts of me that have been lost through my own trauma and wounding that has led to me feeling an inner emptiness and to restore my sacred feminine vessel of fullness. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
light flow deeply down into your womb and allowing your womb to shine and expand. Really grounding now your awareness in your womb. And if you wish, you can put your hands over your womb. Breathing deeply all the way through your body, all the way through your womb. Becoming really sensitive now to your body, feeling your body. Thank you. 
feel your fullness. Perhaps parts of your parts were lost in this lifetime or other lifetimes from your physical body, your energetic body. Just make your intention open and wide now to all of this energy so that as much of it that is ready to return can come back now. All of the energy that's ready to come back, just welcoming that energy back now. You may open your palms of your hands upwards. You may just feel to open your heart and your whole energy body. But just put yourself in the receiving position and ask right now to receive into your energy field all parts of you that are ready to return now and complete you. You might start to feel subtle vibrations, air movement, or just a feeling or a knowing, feeling the energy and power of your soul flowing back to you now. And just welcoming this soul energy back into your body now, back where it belongs, wherever these pieces belong, just keep calling and gathering your energy back now, back into your body. Now very specifically call in any parts of your womb energy that are ready to return. that belong in your womb that have been lost through being traumatized or shattered just calling this back now back into your womb gathering this energy back into your womb space so that your womb can feel as full and complete as she's able to feel in this moment welcoming this energy back open arms with love with deep gratitude letting these parts of you know that they're welcomed and they're safe now that you're ready to be whole and complete keep gathering in this energy from far and wide from the stars from under the earth from other people calling them all back home receiving and opening up to your soul energy now specifically any energies that belong to your heart that are ready to return now any pieces of your heart that have felt invaded or shattered by life all pieces of your heart that were taken away given away or lost in this lifetime or others just calling and gathering all this energy back into your heart now allowing your heart to complete itself. Just calling any final fragments back into your body, into your womb, into your heart now. Welcoming them all back. Now we're going to ask to receive a very specific frequency of light the deep feet 
restoring, healing, unifying, divine and feminine light. That's going to integrate and weave all of these parts of you back together again. Just start to call and receive this light into your hands, into your body. really connecting now with this light it's like a very luminous white light it's thick and rich and just keep breathing and start receiving this light now into your body into your soul as it works intelligently starting to knit and weave back all of these soul parts and you back together again whatever this restorative unifying light looks like to you. It's just helping to fully integrate and merge into your body in the here and in the now. Breathing this light into the cells of your body. Into each of the trillions of cells in your body. your heart, into your womb, into your whole physical body, really weaving and knitting all these lost soul parts back together now, allowing your energy to complete itself, restoring the beautiful crystal vase of your energetic field, the energetic vase that holds your divine feminine light. Just being completely restored now, taking in more and more of this light, washing this light over you. celebrating the return of all of these parts of you. Now allow yourself to start feeling your fullness. Acknowledge your fullness. physical strength and solidity of your body. Feel your energetic completeness. Feel yourself really grounded in the here and in the now in your body. Your heart now to shine out that love in 
into your whole being all of the cells all of the energetics start to feel the wholeness of the love shining through you allow it to go into all the parts that you know that you don't know that you haven't seen for a while for a long time feel the wholeness of the love that you are your womb and put your hands over your womb if you wish become aware of your womb as a never ending source of light and power it's a zero point energy field it's infinite Imagine now a fountain starting to open up in the middle of your womb. And the fountain is going to spread your light, your power, your presence all the way through your body. Feel the power of who you are. Feel yourself with your power and your presence. And let this fill all of you. All of you, all of your energy field. Acknowledge that your true, deep nature is to be complete. within yourself and that you have the power to complete yourself you have the power to be full of love to be full of power and to be full of energy and there is no limit to that energy that you can generate from your heart and from your womb. Just really feeling your physical presence now. Your completeness. Your fullness. And if you wish, you can take more of this integrating divine feminine light. And just wash this over you now. Flowing over your body. Feeling your energy growing and integrating even more fully. physical sense of your body take some deep physical breaths 
feel your physical edges. Take some time to integrate in silence. Journal. Take some water. So, welcome back. That was probably quite a journey. Um, yeah, and Kelly would love to add some like aftercare about this. So please, please share, Kelly, what you wanted to say. Yeah, so I want you to know that if anything came up for you, you're not alone during this process. So please, you know, reach out to Edith, put a comment. I would love to hear anyway how this was for you, what you experienced. So please put that in the comments. But if you have any question or if something comes up like um, a memory or um, some past life stuff or anything, then don't be a stranger. Reach out to us and I'm happy to support you with any questions. Uh, I really recommend after this just some quiet time. The feminine path of initiation is about embodiment. So all of your cells and your frequency, if you were open to it through your intention, get changed during this process. And mm. so the best thing you can do is sleep, rest, get out of the way. Mm. And just allow it to integrate. Beautiful, yeah. And people, if they want to do go deeper with the womb space work or the divine feminine, feminine, with the divine feminine, I highly recommend uh, going to Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for those of you who don't uh, uh, press stop now to take some rest. <laughs> 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 feel free to do so um but yeah about this transmission because it was for me the first time to put the the soundscape so to speak the transmission underneath your voice and uh, for me because i'd love to hear your experience uh how you experience it for me i really experienced it as um harmonic whole that became quite hypnotic um, really drawing us in deeper first with the drum sounds and then it shifted at a certain point I don't recall exactly it was also in a point in your meditation where you um, you really connect with the light 
gushing through and then it starts to feel more like grounding it down mm. like as if we traveled far enough deep enough released enough retrieved enough and then to to ground that um harvest so to speak um and then for me there was like a, a part where we're evening it out like more with the chimes and then we're smoothing it out like after the hard work is done so that was my journey during the um, transmission oh and i forget something because what was also really present for me is the different flavors of the divine feminine so the voices that want to be heard through my transmission were at some point like really um first it was more like a, a earth mother kind of energy like come deep into my womb space come 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 down 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 like we're bringing us in 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 that was more like the like this old wise kind of ancient motherly energy and then it started to become really sensual and more goddess-like and more enticing and really unashamed of um the lust almost or like the playing the sensuality the yeah. sensuality and really like um feeling completely free to be orgastic about it so to speak and uh and then it became more raw like uh, i'm allowed to roar you know like uh, more like a jaguar kind of raw uh power and um yeah so for me that was a journey by itself to 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 sense all those flavors yeah and how was it for you also to because you of course used this transmission many times your meditation so how was it for you to have like the next layer it was amazing because I was, well, like I said, when you reached out to me, it just felt like a whole body yes. And as soon as I started listening to, to the audio with them both together, I was just getting goosebump and goosebump and goosebump. So it felt like it adds more depth and richness and, yeah, I like what you described. I really felt that this, like earth mother almost like indigenous mum just like re the realness of it like just come now is the time and I really felt with the the orgasmic that was almost like the light energy this because in the in the transmission we call down this stream of universal divine mother this mm. frequency of light that's really a restoration light a resurrecting light and I really felt that uh almost like harmonies you know like angelic um yeah a beautiful beautiful sound and um yeah and then this roar it felt like I am here you know it was yeah. like I am here yes you know like <laughs> I am back 
so I'm really excited to see what this is, you know, how people are going to receive this and what's going to happen for them because it's a long time coming, a few thousand years without this fully down, embodied in people's bodies. So it's mm. exciting. Cool, exciting stuff. <laughs> Oh, yes. I also really, really love to hear how people experience it. I always do. Also, to be honest, sometimes a podcast is a bit of a black box. So really to make this clear to all you lovely listeners that it's really appreciated to to hear what it actually brings or yeah. what it. Yeah. And also don't be shy to co-dream with us. Because that's the thing with with the codes, as as we just spoke about, um, that I could be drawing what Kelly was actually seeing. Um, the codes are alive. That's the beauty of of the light language. It's it's not static. It's time and spaceless. It's like endless possibilities to weave and co-dream about. So you also enrich our experience if you add yours. Yeah, so that's for that invitation. And um, yeah, I think I think we're coming up to like the end of this uh, episode. Um, and what I would love to still ask you is what throughout your journey, Kelly, helped you the most to, yeah, stay connected to this um, womb space? Yeah. Or the divine feminine. I'm not sure what's for yeah. you is the is the most important, but I guess that they're both one and the same for me. Mm. And I think the most important thing is we can get really pulled out and lost in this world with learning, with, uh, you know, with with our life, actually. Our life, the way it's designed, pulls us out. And when we're out of our bodies, we forget who we are, what we're here for, what's important to us. And we're ending up pleasing others, doing stuff, you know. And so for me, the most simple thing is to just keep coming back to the womb. And so many of my clients, they do this, their, their womb is almost a bit angry with them at first because she's like, hey, you haven't been listening to me. You've ignored me. You've mm -hmm. ruled over me, you know. And so this invitation, I guess, to keep coming back to myself and keep coming back to the holy of holies within my body temple, which is the womb, is the most basic practice. And that can simply be putting my hands on my womb and listening in and saying, how are, how are you? Really, how are you? Without having to be a certain way, think a certain way, like letting all the pretenses go and just checking in with myself. Hmm. Beautiful, practical doable advice <laughs> yeah oh thank you so much for that um and i'm thinking because i feel i'm moving into uh, a different phase um without the onesie <laughs> <laughs> but 
it's still really my friend. The onesie is still my friend because it's such a amazing uh, tool to strip our egos away and just be this onesie character. So I am still pretty curious uh, if you would go completely crazy or outrageous with all the colors of the feminine. <laughs> <laughs> what would your onesie be like? What animal, Ooh. what color or animals or whatever creature? Well, right now, the first thing that comes is a dragon because this dragon consciousness mm. is around the mother of dragons, the carrier of consciousness. So I would have a dragon onesie and it would be red. I don't know why, but red is the color that's coming. So let's bring in a red dragon onesie with the little triangles on the back for fun. Oh, cool. <laughs> and will it be a fire spitting one? or? <laughs> She'll certainly have fire in her belly. Hmm. A fire belly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's my sign in Chinese. <laughs> ah, really? Yeah, wow. so we're again co-dreaming. <laughs> Thank you for Beautiful. that. Beautiful, I love that. Wow. Yeah, and I recognize the dragon field is very near and present. Constantly protecting us, yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much, Iris. Thanks everyone yes. for listening. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening and taking the journey with us. See you next time. Bye. So that was it for today. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe. If you like to support the show, leave a review at Apple Podcasts. This also helps others find it. Every other two weeks, we'll put up new episodes on Fridays. Of course, I'm curious to know how you experience this or what you'd like to experience. I love hearing from you. For details on where to find me or my guests, please check the show notes or connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. See you next time and be well meanwhile. <laughs>